I think I might pour me a drink. I think I might pour me a drink. I think I might pour me a drink. Hey, I think I might pour me a drink. Get it? I think I might pour me a drink. Woo! Hey, pour me a drink. Hey, hey, pour me a drink. Yeah, yeah, pour me a drink. And thank you for tuning in to yet another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. I am your lovely ass host, Kay the Rebel. You can follow the podcast on only one social media platform, which is Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcasts, and my personal page is at K the Rebel. For any questions, inquiries, like to do a collaboration, and all that other good stuff, you can always shoot me an email at this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. I really hope that you have tuned in to last week's episode titled Recognize Me featuring the underrated Mr. J. Gatz. It was a pleasure, absolute pleasure to do that interview uh, with you and to give my honest opinion and analysis of the album Fireflies, which is out on basically every platform that you can listen to music. Um... If you have not listened to that episode, you need to go back. Clips of every single track um, are incorporated into that interview. It's it's just dope overall. Um, the numbers on it did so amazing. And to think the irony of it all, that the title of that episode was Recognize Me. That man is getting his recognition and getting his flowers. Amen to that. If you have been... Um, following me you know that this past Sunday I um did do some reposting um to let you guys know that I was um featured on another podcast the Dirty Tea podcast with hosts The Savage and Dolo and that was episode number two um open relationships and currently they are only on Apple Podcasts so if you can head over there to listen to that episode, um, I think it's worthwhile just if you are looking to, um, I don't know, a different perspective on open relationships. Um, and in a brief moment, I'm going to actually share a clip of um, something that I want to discuss today that I did say on their podcast, but <laughs> I got to introduce my lovely guest, she's also a returning guest. And normally I introduce her as one name, but today she's going to be called, let him know, Witty Empress. You guys know that voice, <laughs> AKA Natasha. She's back. Um, If you're new here, the Witty Empress has been on some of my most vulnerable, vulnerable episodes ever um that were released i believe in december and january yes so please go and uh and, and check those out so yeah um if she's here just know that it's heavy it's real, real it's deep she she will never come on this platform and discuss anything shallow okay she she likes that raw content so if you know that she's going to be featured on the episode it's going to be super raw transparency even though my mother hates it when i say it but it's transparency at ignorant levels yes it is so yes again i want to get into um 
Again, this episode number two, Open Relationships on the Dirty V podcast. As I was sitting down with um, the hosts, uh, V Savage and uh, Dolo, um, I proceeded to have a conversation with them about um, kind of being, I guess, they kind of tripped me up on my perspective. I don't agree in having an open relationship, meaning where I'm committing myself to somebody. And then they're going to be allowed to see other women. Um, I would never agree to that. However, one of the hosts, I can't remember which one it was, if it was either Dolo or V Savage, had then proceeded to ask me, like, well, what's the difference if you're in a situation like where maybe you're smashing somebody on the regular and they could be seeing other people? That's kind of similar to an open relationship. And I could kind of see their viewpoint and how there could be similarities in those situations. However... My rebuttal to that was that no, because there isn't always that emotional connection. I then um, decided to be completely transparent and admit that I was in a situation like that currently where I smash somebody on the regular, but the emotional piece isn't necessarily there. And that if it did, I did develop feelings that I would never um, display them. And um, with that being said, uh, let's get these clips rolling. Because I totally agree with everything you're saying. But how do you get to that point? So my question to you is, as far as being single and, okay, I don't I don't have any ties to this person. So if they're going to fuck around with other people, then there's nothing I can really say. So I'm, I'm cool with that. How does it go from that to I want to be in a monogamous relationship? Like, I am soul tied with this person. So do you wait till you're in love to become in a relationship? Or are you just, um, you know, like, I want to see where this goes. But while I'm doing that, we have to be restricted to each other. So what does that look like, like that transition um, from where you were to where you are now? Um, for me, there probably wouldn't be one. Um, I really believe that if I was going to enter a relationship with somebody that I was just smashing, if I caught feelings, I would not act on it at all. Um, really? But why? You know, um, I think it's just because of um, life experiences that, that, that I've dealt with, especially most recent ones. So I would say where I'm at now, um, I'd rather the emotional detachment. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't want to, or, I'd, or basically make myself, force myself to be emotionally unavailable. Oh no! Wanna, I, but I'm not hurting them because they don't know what I. But that makes me sad because that makes me really sad. No, don't. So at this point, I just ended the clip because then it was a lot of back and forth going around. Me, basically, I guess, kind of like being a savage or that I was, could be labeled as or perceived as scorn or hurt. And um, I don't agree with that. I think that um, you have to make wiser choices or be more aware of the situations that you put yourself in. And, 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 and what do you think, my love, sitting next to me? 
Um, I honestly feel that it's not a matter of being scorned or being a savage, but what good are life lessons if you do not utilize what you have learned moving forward? So Mm. the only thing that you're doing is utilizing what you've learned and pushing it forward. So you're taking the message, you're taking all of the battle scars with you, and you're proceeding through with caution. It's not a matter of being scorned because I feel that it's such a disgusting term to use on a black woman. I I hate that term with a passion, you're scorned. Nobody ever takes the time to understand your story, you know, even hear your story or to understand your pain and hurt. You know, so to use that term, it's so easy and it's so loosely turned around, you know, given around, pushed around, but I I don't like that term. And to say scorn and savage, it's just, it's, it's, it's ignorant statement in my opinion. Um, but again, like I said, what good are life lessons if you don't utilize them? So it's like, you're going to take your beatings, but you know, did you learn anything? You're walking Mm. around with these scars. Are you utilizing? Did you put some ointment on it? Like, what are you doing? And again, I will continue to use this, this quote as I talked about on the Jay Gats interview, I am approaching every situation with a line he uses on track number two of the Firefly's album, Scandalous, is, did you come to heal me or damage me? Period. And until I can answer that, that effectively with that yes or no, or which one it is, I, I, I got to do what I got to do to protect my peace. Proceed with caution. Hello. Now I'm going to play a second clip from that interview. Of, of, of love at all, or to falling in, in love again or, or any of that. I think I have the ability to love. I'm not that cold or dark within me, but I just feel like I can't do it unless I'm ready to take that step. I'm not ready. Okay. I'm not ready. And I That's feel fair. like... In, and I can honestly say that a man listening to this can probably respect what I'm about to say is that there were so many times that men moved the way I'm moving right now and I resented them for it. But now that I'm older and I've lived a little and I learned a little, I respected them for choosing that. Yeah, 100%. That's all I'm doing. We respect that. I hear you. That. I, hear you. Nah, I respect that and I hear That's you. That's all I'm doing. Listen, but I, I respect you and I hear you. But listen. If you're out here, right, and you're still dating a little bit, listen, no, no, listen. <laughs> if I'm you're single you, two years if from you, now. If you're, if you're out here and you're still dating a little bit, unconsciously, you don't know how you might be affecting the next person. Yeah. You don't. So the purpose of me sharing the second clip now is to, again, just defend, like, my my position or, like, my evidence to support my claim that many women... And no one, I feel like, can refute this argument. Have gotten themselves into situations, yeah, where you are just smashing, you catch feelings, you go put your feelings out there, and then it's not reciprocated. And then it was like, you know, you drove 100 miles per hour into a dead-end street when you knew that shit was like a dead-end when you were turning into it. Um, metaphorically speaking, and I just feel like, why would I do that? I, I think I'm wise enough to know when would be the right time to, to I guess, express how I feel about somebody. If it was going to transition from, oh, we're just smashing 
to now I caught feelings and I would like to act on them. You know, I don't think that it, it puts you in, in savage mode. Or as Dolo was getting ready to say before I turn the clip off that, if I operate with that mindset that some people who may look at me as a potential partner, that, you know, they could, could, could be hurt or may be cautious or not want to deal with me because they think that I would hurt them. If I'm saying publicly, because anybody can listen to these episodes, that that's how I'm moving. But you know what? Somebody has to respect me. Like you can't, you, if you come into my life at like page 93 of my story, don't, you, you cannot speak on it or, or pass judgment on it if you wasn't there from page one. And if you don't care to know what happened from page one up to page 93, then I got nothing for you. And I'm not responsible for whatever you feel or your opinion of me and how I'm moving. You know, because it's like, you you damned if you do, you damned if you, you don't. If I was sitting somewhere due to the way my last situation ended and being all sad or whatever, people would be saying, I'm going out sad. Like, oh, damn. Like, oh, that to me is what really scorn and being bitter is. Not allowing yourself or giving yourself permission to move on and live your fucking life. That is, I'm not doing that. No. I've accepted what was, and now all I give a fuck about is what is. Okay? Heavy on that. But we have yet another segue from like a poet. It was like a clip that I, me and Witty Empress here um, saw. And like, I think, did I see the clip first or did you? You saw it first. Yeah, and sent it, it to you. And yes. I just was like, oh my gosh. So um, we're going to let that clip run. And now we're really about to get to the meat and potatoes of this Ooh. thing. I assumed because my affection was homegrown, thick and sweet. He ought to be thankful. I know better now. I won't be putting all my time where it ain't invited. I'm teaching my affection not to overstay her welcome. I've got no business offering a plate of my love to a man who's already eaten. So, before I go mentioning your name in my prayer closet, before I heat this homegrown love on the skillet, are you hungry? Never thought to ask him if he wanted my love. I assumed, because my affection was homegrown, thick and sweet, he ought to be thankful. I know better now. I won't be putting all my time where it ain't invited. I'm teaching my affection not to overstay her welcome. I've got no business offering a plate of my love to a man who's already eaten. So, before I go mentioning your name in my prayer closet, before I heat this homegrown love on the skillet, are you hungry? So just imagine, you know, every night, I know, I know I'm not the only one. Laying in bed, you ready to get some shut eye, but you're so glued to your phone. So when I was scrolling and I saw that, I said, okay, don't fucking do me. Right. <laughs> initial reaction don't do me like like that poet and i hate the fact that they didn't even have like the poet's name i'd love to yeah, know who bio, that was something. like a bio they didn't have her at or anything um and i just was like yeah don't do me and the reason why i said it is because i felt like she was talking to me um i 
gave myself permission after um, my last relationship ended to say that I'm not going to do the, oh, don't, you have to wait to get back out there. You have to do this. I, I dived out there. With some, with some with help. some help. With some help. With some help. That's true. You did. You did. You did have to give me a little nudge. A little, little, little nudge. So yeah, I dived out there, um, ladies and gentlemen, listeners. I did, and um, it was with like a, a blast from my past, and um, yeah, it felt good initially to just feel again. That's what I remember. I kept telling yeah. you like. Oh my God, like when you've been in a situation that you were, it was like shackles and there was really nothing like you, I have became numb to those good feelings, like the mushy stuff, all those, those symptoms of, of love. I had become numb to it. I couldn't feel. So when I started, you know, kind of dating this, this blast from the past and I was feeling again and I was just into it, into it, you know, into it. And then um yeah it didn't end up not not working out um I realized that it was one-sided in the beginning it seemed like it 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 was there but then there was a shift I don't know why doesn't even matter the bottom line is there's a shift and you know it's just faded out I mean I I can still talk to him I'm not upset with him or anything but when I heard that clip I was like that's that's the bullshit that I just did I that's what I did I just showed up and just started with the affection and diving in and getting into it. And, um, yeah, my, my home skillet or as she was saying, you know, the hot plate, put it right in front of him. But I never once asked, was the nigga hungry? When was the last time you ate a plate of this kind of loving, my nigga? Listen. Woo, child. Take the mic for me, please. I, I can't do it. Why I can't do it? Listen, when I heard that clip, I was like, okay, now she's talking to me and I feel offended. I feel triggered. I don't like this shit. I'm turning it off. I'm not coming back to it. And then it's like you start getting in your feelings because you're like, damn, did I really just overly express my love for this person? Did I give too much affection when it wasn't needed? Okay, was it was it even reciprocated? So it's like you start beating yourself up because it's like, wow, I gave, but I didn't get anything in return. Correct. You know, it's like I jumped the gun. It's like, mm. it's, it was like, was I building up too much feelings for the both of us? Correct. And then in all reality, you know, I was building up my feelings, but then his were, his were crawling. His were crawling. Right. And, but he was enjoying the benefits of me pouring my love into him. Mm. It's always the benefits they're happy with. And then, and I can just say, like, I wonder why, like, if, I think I talked about this off air before we, we pressed record and, 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 and started going live doing this, was that it's, it's, it's so unsettling when, you know, put yourself into hindsight mode and you're thinking, like, I showed up. Pouring parts of myself into somebody. And as I'm pouring, they're just like moving their cup and watching me do that. And it's like, at what point do y'all, and I don't mean, I I hate to generalize. I want to be careful with my words. At what point do men in this, this phase, when you guys know nobody's stupid, you know when a woman is failing you. You know that because one thing about us, we don't hide. When, when, when women are in it, we're emotional creatures 
off from jump anyway. So when we're really feeling it and we're really into it, y'all know we feeling y'all. And if you not willing to match it or reciprocate that same energy, why do you keep letting us pour and pour? Why can you can, you can push the hand away or say, Hey baby, you might want to put the cup down because everything that you pouring into me, I don't want to digest that right now. I don't want to take a sip of what you got. I don't. Be and and then you and some of you will say you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but I kind of think it's what you were talking about, my love, before we even uh yeah, started recording when you're just like they they just love the idea yeah. of receiving that kind of love. You know, um, like I told you before, I said people receive love with two hands, but when it's time to give, they give with one hand. Mm. Okay, and it's always lopsided, but I think it's also a selfish point as well because it's like they know that you're capable of giving so much and doing so much and making them feel so much, but it's like they're not ready to give you the same, but they don't want anybody else to have you. You know, so it is selfish. And it's like, why even bother? Why even express some type of interest, you know, and then really don't, don't give me the same. And I think the biggest problem nowadays is reciprocation. Hmm. You know, because people take, take, take. But everybody is so selfish. And it costs nothing to give. I personally get great joy in giving and doing for others. It makes me smile. It makes me happy of being of service to others. Not everybody is the same. I do get that. Some right. men are happy to make their women smile and it gives them great pleasure and joy. And then you have others who are like, okay, well, I'm going to take it all in. Right. I'm going to take it all in and see where it goes. And it's like, well, hopefully I start to feel the same for her. And he don't. Right. And <laughs> you know what's funny? It's, it's such a contradiction because I think one of the topics that I said I wanted to talk about tonight was how I feel that men aren't in, intentional, but it's an oxymoron because they are intentional. Mm -hmm. You know we you just have missed the signs. You, you know you have no intention yeah. of doing this from the gate. Mm -hmm. You you know that. You know you're not gonna okay, maybe she wants to be taken out, she wants to be courted a little. You know you're not going to do that. No. And when you know that that's what she's looking for, you want to play games and and not do it instead of just being intentional and just saying I'm not going going to do it but you know it also that's where the actions speak louder than words type of thing yeah so it's like we miss the words but it's their actions we're like oh well he's taking me out or you know he's engaging with me and he's still talking and he's still texting so it's like that shit is blurred it's it's completely right blurred. it's completely blurred and it's like you have to back up your words with your actions you cannot say one thing but then do another your actions show a completely different thing correct you know because if you just wanted to be pure physical then keep it pure physical don't ask for her to come over and netflix and chill and cuddle and spend the night and other things like that and you know or take her out when you know that's not what you want that's not what you want right but then it's like, and then there we go, pouring into somebody who's not pouring into us. Correct. Yeah, and then you end up feeling, yeah, on, on empty. And then you, it, it, it is, and it is essentially, I mean, you can say like, oh, it's not a loss because it's not like, oh, I got my heart broken because it's just, it's just that dating stage. You feel used but, but and either abused. Way, but either way, 
you still feel like it 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 was still an L because you gained nothing. Then you from gained it. nothing. You walked away with nothing nothing from it, and that's exactly how I feel about the situation that that I was. In. I don't want your fucking consolation prize. Period. Mm. I don't want to be your consolation prize. Right. Period. And at the end of the day, you were still used and abused. Period. This is true. No matter how you slice it, or dice it, vertical, whatever it is, you were still used and abused. Period. Right. But however, however, again, let's go back to revert to back to what that what that clip was saying. That clip is is really about accountability. Yes. And here today, I'm accountable for the role I played in that. And I, I said it a few moments ago, and I said 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 it again, or the way you worded it, because we're gonna we're gonna deliver the same message just in a different way. I was trying to feed a motherfucker who was on a fast. Ooh, period. 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 Yeah. However, however, you realized it faster than others. Faster than others. That's right. Yeah, Before I realized entered, that like yeah. 60 days in. I was like, we ain't even getting into the 90-day mark. Yeah. This is like 60 days in. I'm out. Listen, I had to realize mine about three and a half, four years later. <laughs> <laughs> okay? <laughs> I had to realize mine three and a half, four years later. Ooh, and child. it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a right. lot. And, and it's more hurtful when you've wasted so much time. Right. But you see, the only reason why you only lasted 60 days was because I was in your ear and I've been there before. And I was like, ah, ah, ah wrap this shit up. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You took jabs at him every fucking chance you got. You still do till this day. Listen, okay, sis? I'm okay. biased. Oh, I'm, yeah. You're done I'm with loyal. him. You're done with him. I get it. I, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um... I guess now, um, this is a great segue um, to something also that I wanted to kind of like talk about too um, before we get into our final topic for the evening was that um, this whole thing about showing up and trying to feed people who didn't ask for food, never told you that they was hungry or whatever is that I think even though it's silly that, you know, I'm condemning us women for when we do do that. It's not good. Like, don't you dare, don't do that. But I know what mindset we're in when we do it. And it's because we feel like we're giving this love, we're pouring into him, and that you just would think that, I mean, I guess the law of attraction says that, yeah, if I'm going to show you that I'm a real one, I'm a solid one, and that this is the type of love that I'm giving, and you notice know is some good ride or die, loyal, stand by your side type love that you are just going to recognize that and appreciate it. And you're going to want to hold on to that and maybe potentially not let go. And thinking that that's how it's going to work is again, you're going to end up like what she was talking about on that clip. Like, no. You're going to end up sad, bitch. Yeah, you're you going to be going out sad. Yeah, you're going to be going And I'll just say it and be accountable here that I've been ignorant plenty of times just thinking that, you know, if I, you know, I do this, that they're, you know, they're going to realize or whatever. Like you said, I'm doing it to, to prove a point. And then why, why would I, why should I do that anyways? To prove a point, but like you said, it's like you're essentially forcing someone to see your worth. And that's a no-no too, uh, ladies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it could be for the gentlemen too. 
But we talking about the woman right now. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You know, I can honestly say that when she said, I'm teaching my affection to not overstay her mm. welcome. Now, I have a blast from the past. Mm. And this blast from the past is maybe 10, 11 years old. And mm. it just always seemed that it was the right person, wrong time type of thing. Right. They had some growing to do. Still kind of keep in touch with each other sporadically, not all the time, not consistent, whatever. And we got to talking recently because it's like there have always been those feelings because it was unresolved. Because it, it, it wasn't a reason really why it ended, you know, I guess it was a level of maturity at the time, you know, meant a little longer to get there. And um, I had to ask him because, you know, we were starting to discuss, hey, meeting up, having some dinner, discussing some things, seeing how to possibly move forward um and i had to ask him i was like do you want my love mm. now i ain't gonna lie i was shit scared because <laughs> i was honestly so it was inspired by this clip yes yes it was, Yo, it was it okay was okay, okay okay it was inspired by this clip and i knew that we were gonna have this discussion i was like you know what let me put myself out there real quick let me put myself out there real quick i was like because you know i want to know I want to know what he is capable of receiving and what he is capable of giving at the moment. So it's like anytime I get into any conversation with a person, I never ask, what are you looking for? No, no, no. What are you capable of giving someone at the moment? And what are you capable of receiving? Mm. Because sometimes what you're looking for is not what you're capable of giving and receiving. Hmm. Those, those completely separate. So, and to my surprise, he said, yes. Yes, I do want your love. Oh, bitch, I didn't think he was going to say that. Like, I was prepared for the no. But then I've been running to the hills lately when anybody has been coming to me to give me affection. Like, I've been running to the freaking hills. So like, it's time to head out. I, like, exactly. I'm like, I'm, I'm finna head out. Like, I don't know. You're making me uncomfortable. You're right. triggering me. You're okay. asking for more than I'm willing to give at the moment. You know? And he was like, no, I do. I do. And I was like, oh, okay. And I don't know how to go from there. I guess we're going to have a conversation in a few weeks when I when I go to Brooklyn. Yeah, that's what you're going to have to do, sis. I'm going to keep you posted. I'm going to keep yes, y'all posted. please. Please. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Said I'm going to keep y'all posted. <laughs> you know, but in all honesty, it's, it's, it's up in the air right now. Like, I am okay with honestly just somebody being completely transparent with me as I am transparent with them and also learning where to place my emotions because mm. because it's like sometimes people don't know how to handle your emotions correct and because so, they don't know how to handle their own emotions so it's like you cannot expect to receive something from somebody that they can't even give themselves so it's like we have to be accountable for our actions and where we place our feelings and emotions mm. so you got to be strategic with it at all times that is the perfect segue into our final topic for the even being strategic with it. Single ladies, because I'm not talking to single men. I'm just really not. Because half y'all are fake single not anyway. Today. Not today. I mean, that was a sub. But anyway. Uh, the, we want to talk to you about being strategic and basically dating one day 
at a time. And what we mean by dating one day at a time is that like, especially when most of us are ending up single, a lot of our narratives do not usually be like, it's a great breakup and I'm just out here single again. I rarely ever hear that. Have you heard that? I mean, could, there might have not been any drama or right. any whatever it is, but it's like the emotional scars. The that scars and stuff still might be and, there. Right. And the healing that you have to do to move on, which I think is a lot worse than somebody just being like, you know what? It didn't yeah. work out. They did okay. X, Y, and So Z. if you are entering the dating world after an unhealthy breakup mm -hmm. or separation, dating should be taken one day at a time. Meaning that lower them expectations for real. And we're not saying lower your expectations like as like lower your standards. No, 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 no. It's not what I'm saying. Meaning that if you're gonna go into this dating shit with these expectations, sis, you wanna stress your own self out. You're not even you can't even blame it on these men at that point. You cannot. You need to also talk about, I mean, move in a way like how I was talking about on my episode, Lori Harvey Energy, where like, it's okay to, you know how some of us get in that mode where like, I'm not giving my number to anybody. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. None of it is a waste of time. It's a learning experience. It is. It is. You can give your number out and maybe have two weeks full of conversation and you might learn one thing from that, even if y'all never go on a date. Still be open to it. Still be open to it. And just realizing that there doesn't have to be a, a timeline in which everything is supposed to happen with the people. For all you know, you could have the guy that maybe never take you out on dates, but y'all always having bomb-ass conversations, conversations. FaceTiming. Yep. But you could have the, the, the dude that you always go on dates with, and you just think that because, you know, you're having the dates. Oh, yeah, because he actually takes me out or whatever. For all you know, you never know. Six months later, you could end up with old boy that you have in the, and the then y'all could yeah, yes. and y'all could start going on dates. Like you just you don't you don't know. You can't have this timeline of what you think it's supposed to be like. And if I could tell any of you, do I know I was saying that a long time ago on the podcast, I used to say to people that they should have a number one draft pick. Don't do that shit. I did that too. We're having the number one draft pick um, with the blast from the past. Kind of made him like subconsciously numero uno and faded out with other ones. Don't lock in and zero in on not near one of these fools. Well, that's not nice. I won't call them fools. Not near one of these men. <laughs> yeah. These prospects. These tryouts. These, yeah, these prospects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically. Um, I mean, but let's be honest. You're going to have your favorite. You are, yes, you gotta have your favorite, but at the end of the day, don't let him know he your favorite. This is true. That's, that'll be a this downfall, is, sis. I, I, I did that. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is, this do is it. absolutely okay. true. And you know, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, like, it's the people that I see the least that give me the best conversations. Oh my gosh. Versus a person that always want to be in my face every week, and it's just like, what are we doing here? Like, to be truthful... The person, don't I say this to you all the time, that the person that I don't have the emotional piece, that is the only thing that's missing, but constant, the constant communication, okay, you know, we can do our thing, you know, with intimacy or smash, but that I say that they're my briefing in my head because it's so smooth sailing. The motherfuckers that will want to take me out on a date and do this, they give so much issues. 
They do. And like what I they told do. you. The one thing I can't do, I can't afford, is to feed my fucking self. I exactly. Don't I don't need to date. I don't need to date. I don't need to date. I'm gonna out. Like, yeah, like yeah. seriously, ladies, I'm starting to realize now that I'm back in the dating world. Because I mean, I was out the game for about six years, but now that I'm back out here, like honestly, the going on date shit is overrated. The restaurants, the talks, some of it is just for for look. Seriously, and I, and I think social media be having some of us fucked up, including myself. Oh my gosh, look at date night. Oh, I want to go on a date. Fuck these dates, honestly. To be truthful, my dates with my bestie and my mom be more lit than some of these dates. Oh, yeah, we be out here. We be getting dressed. Honestly. We do our makeup. We do it for on us. dogs. On dogs. On dogs. Yeah. Like, seriously, the night we did the whole Valentine's Day, our date was fucking lit. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, the motherfuckers was fucking up at Hooters, but besides that, we was lit. We was looking mad cute. We was lit. I mean, we was semi matching out here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, right like, now. You know, period. It, out period. Here. it didn't matter. Because we did it for ourselves. We did it for ourselves, yes. not for anything at the end of the night, like, oh, what's going to transpire? No. Right. We, there was no obligation for anything whatsoever. We did it for ourselves. We enjoyed our own company with each other. Right. And it's like, and I'll be all honest with you, like, men probably get tired of hearing me talk about you. I'm like, oh, my bestie, this, right. my bestie, that. i like, because y'all not talking about nothing. Right. Get on out of here. Y'all not talking about anything. Um, Another thing about dating one day at a time is, too, is that um, don't be focused on too much about who hits up who first either. Like, oh, because I reached out first and this, they're like, I think the only time it should become a problem is depending on how the last outreach ended. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, okay, I have somebody that I'm like, I'm not reaching out to them. And it wasn't because of, oh, you text first and didn't text back. I didn't like the energy in the last text, so I was not reaching out again. And they haven't reached out to me, so I guess we're just going to have to kind of, like, ghost each other. You know? And, I mean, some people can say that's toxic, but I'm okay with that, too. Yeah, that's another thing. You you call it murky. The the, the, the dating streets (laughs) are just a little murky murky out here. Yeah, but it is. I mean, it, it is what it is. And I just... But that doesn't mean that that's a bad thing because... There's always that time that, you know, you post that bomb ass selfie on your story on Instagram and he'll be back. He'll be back in your DMs. (laughs) It happens. It happens, ladies. It happens. That's toxic as fuck. But even that should be a little fun sometimes. And the day that they do, it'll be like, yeah, I still got it. I baited you and you fell for it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, I can honestly, (laughs) you know, I can't even take you serious. I can't even take you serious. Like, I can honestly sit here and say as well that men need to teach their, you know, need to teach themselves where to not put their affection as well. Okay. Because it's like sometimes they are still giving the affection to the baby mother that they done ended in a relationship how many years ago it is still holding on in some way, shape, or form. Or, I'm tired of them uh, baby uh, mothers. <laughs> <laughs> tired of them. Mm. You know, or you have men that want to overly give you too much affection because they, they're trying to reel you in fast. And I'm just like, sit yeah, down, I'm, I'm a big ass fish, my nigga. Like, yeah, this ain't, this, this, this gonna take a lot of bait, okay? You know, so I can I can see how men misplace their affection as well. So right. I'm, you know, I'm giving devil's advocate. And right they now. might feel rejected. Exactly. Yeah, like I had, I mean, I guess I, I haven't spoke to to somebody um in a while and then I think I think I have to take accountability for how I reacted to them maybe they were trying to in the most subtle way pour into me because you know what I don't care what's gonna happen or how you feeling right now you know 
eventually I'm gonna make you my lady. And I'm like, no, sir, nah, I don't think so. This, do you, you don't even want to sign up for this. And so, I mean, it was kind of a joke, but kind of the truth. But I think I could have rubbed him the wrong way <laughs> by saying that. I think, I think, I think it didn't make him feel good. Listen, but, that's a lot better than I was cornered at dinner last week, and it was like. So what are we doing here? Do you want to be my girlfriend? I'm like, um, um, this is only date number two. Can you give me some time to digest this, please? Yes. And I'm like, he's like, oh, so like you want to like date me, but then date other people. I'm like, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just trying to sit here and eat this bland ass pasta. And, <laughs> and you know, and I'm like, waiter, can I get another ginger ale and Jack? Because it, I felt triggered. Right. I felt like he was just trying to suffocate me and I'm just like take the time to know me I'm like you only know and like the image of what is me you don't know me per se right you don't want me to be a girlfriend you don't even know you, what you, I be doing exactly you don't, you right. don't want this you don't mm -hmm. want these problems and so I, I feel that it goes both ways people really need to learn to manage their emotions manage their feelings you know and I mean, it's dating one day at a time and it's murky and it's disgusting and it's overwhelming. And it's just like, you know what? I don't want to do it, especially in your 30s. And also, I don't want to do it. And also, I've been noticing too, another thing that I've learned about this whole, this whole dating one day at a time that it's okay to be bipolar. You can have one day that you might be really feeling somebody that you're dating and then the next day you might not like their ass. You trying to sub me? I ain't say all that, <laughs> but it's normal. <laughs> It is normal, like this nigga off my line, honestly. And yeah. you know, I, I'm, honest, I'm quick with that block button in a heartbeat, like yes, just yes, block unfollow. Just yes, please, right. please forget about me. Thank yes. you, Holly. And it's okay because, like you know, as I get older, I learn what I want, what I need, I desire, what I'm not going to stand for. And you see the red flags a lot faster because you've been through the ups and downs exactly. and the roller coasters with other people. Exactly. So again, you're taking your lessons and you're proceeding with the lessons that, that you've learned. You know, so it's like, how are you going to maneuver and go about everyday life and dating without utilizing what you've learned previously? I'm not going up in the air blind because right, right now I'm leading by example. You know what I'm saying? By previous experiences. Like, I'm not going to do this with nobody. You know the red flags, you know, right. and you know when to bow out gracefully. And I think a lot of the times we're so fixated on being loyal. Sometimes we are so loyal to the wrong people. Hmm. And we need to be loyal to ourselves Hello. and our feelings and our truth. Right. So it is okay to be like, I'm going to sit this one out. I'm, you're not the one for me or I'm not the one for you. And that's another thing for you to make that decision or, 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 or come to that realization early on it doesn't mean that you wasted your time either you like for instance i mean i'm not trying to be i'm i don't want to have a hot girl summer i'm not following megan the stallion i'm not trying to be no city girl this summer i'm not trying to be none of that but what i will say is this if i could have like some dope companionship well, like, exclusive companionship okay I, i'm just saying dope because i'm not <laughs> exclusive might be asking for too much sis Sis, 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 sis. So if I could just like, maybe we just have some walks along the beach. I don't know. We go just get some ice cream. I don't know, whatever. Just, and we, and if we could do all that and we talk to each other, we FaceTime each other. If I could have a good run of doing that with just someone for even, let's just say four or five months. Um, and, and it's unproblematic, even if we 
go our own ways and we never become boyfriend or girlfriend. I just want a positive experience. experience. That's mm-hmm. all. I want more positive experiences in dating. I don't want the narrative that, oh, there aren't great guys, great guys out here. Like, I'm not putting that in the universe. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Like, my, my affirmations is that good things will happen for me this year, even with dating. Meaning, I'm going to meet some. Like, for instance, I mean, it's like what I told you. I exchanged numbers with someone. We had a few conversations. It didn't seem like it probably would turn into like, oh, we go on dates, but it was a networking opportunity it for sure me. Was. That yeah. that came that came out of it. Fostering reciprocation exactly. in every aspect of your mm-hmm. life. Friendship, career, relationship, whatever it is, it's being able to receive from others what you pour into them. Correct. Or also sometimes you could be doing some good work like Remember how I connected with the old, my old high school friend or whatever? Mm-hmm. It felt great being like a confidant to him. Yes. And so, you know, there'll be someone, hey, I don't want this nigga on my phone and he took about his baby mother or blah, 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 blah. I was okay with doing that. He's coming to me and he's being raw and honest that he still got potentially feelings for somebody. I'm, I love real raw shit. What am I going to be mad for? Like, oh, what are you calling? What are you talking to me for? That's where he's at. Even though he's he's not necessarily trying to pursue me, he's letting me know that I like you and we we hung out two times in person. Like, oh, I like the vibe, but this is where I'm yeah. at. I can respect yeah. that. Even though I haven't spoken to him like in about two weeks, that's still not a bad experience. Nope. It was no. great. He respected me during that time. We had great conversations. Like it's it's like again, dating one day mm-hmm. at a time. It's like it's like a, a being in recovery from drugs. I think that shit is a lot easier. I'm not. No, you said, yo, you said that drug recovery is easier than than, than dating. Yo, yo, that was so comical that I can't even move forward. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, and let them know where they can find you. You guys can find me on Instagram, Witty Empress nine one eight. You guys can follow me. Um, check out the jokes, check out the memes, check out the pics. You know, they're really awesome. <laughs> and, you know, just follow me. I mean, even just to talk, hit a DM, want some advice. I am that person. I am that friend that anybody can always reach out to. Um, hopefully, I'll be back with another vulnerable topic. Very open. Um, it's always a pleasure connecting with you and your audience. So I truly appreciate it. And it is always a pleasure having you on the show. And we out. We out.